Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions round the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each week we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week, joining us is Adrian. Hello. And Jessica. Hi, everybody. And Milford. Hello. Melanie did her uh, one and done showing last week or last two weeks ago since I haven't gotten that episode out yet because uh, life. <laughs> so you'll get two episodes this week. <laughs> you can binge listen to us. With the opening of Toy Story Land coming this week, we, today is the 25th. Toy Story Land opens on the 30th, which I believe is Friday. So you, Saturday. Saturday, okay. Then yeah, thank Saturday. you. You will be hearing this episode before that, I promise, because otherwise it won't, <laughs> won't make much sense after that. <laughs> I mean, it will, but it won't kind of be relevant. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're kind of going to go through the attractions and the the one uh, eatery that has been, for everything we know that's been put out by Disney into public, we're kind of just going to go over and do like a little preview of, of what it's what's coming online in case you haven't read it anywhere else, and uh, kind of our thoughts on it. I'm not sure who of us is going to see it first. Probably Adrian. Yeah, I'm going in two weeks. <laughs> You're going in two weeks. That's right. So so then she can give us a uh, – we can revisit and do like a uh, you know mini report on it or something of that nature when, we, when she gets back. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I guess first of all, in looking at a map of the land – I thought the land was going to open up at the end of Pixar Place there, past where Toy Story Mania currently exists. I know they were they closed the entrance and they were moving it, uh, or and I thought they were closing the entrance because they were making like the main entrance to the land there. Well, they are not. I guess the main entrance to the land is going to be on that little where you used to just pass passes, right? Just past where, yeah, where like uh, the Pirates Adventure was and the Narnia attraction, that building, I guess that roadway there where the bathrooms are just before where the mm -hmm. old Fast Passes were, that looks like that's the roadway to lead in to Toy Story Land. And the entrance to Toy Story Mania now is on the complete opposite end of the building. 
Right. So I guess Pixar Place is just going to still be a dead end with the with the wall at the other side of it. I, I don't know. Well, that'll eventually lead into Star Wars Land, right? Because you can see the construction from that side. I assume so, but that kind yeah, of- there'll actually be like two or three entrances into that land. So yeah, that makes no sense thematically, but I guess flow is what that park has been horrible at since it opened. So why fix it now? <laughs> Because it, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. So, in theory, and looking at the map that's on the Disney Experience app, there's only one way in and one way out. Because it didn't look like it looped around and dumped you back in on Pixar Place. Right. At least as of now. Maybe when everything's said and done, it will. But that's kind of a strange transition. If Because I know Star Wars Land does literally back right up to where Toy Story Land is. But we'll talk about that in another year and a half when that's open. Granted, though, they could, I mean, talking about how, like, you transition from Africa into Pandora. <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they made it work. They made it work. So. You're, that's true. That's true. It's a long series of bridges, but it works. Right. <laughs> it's a nice little quiet walk. That's right. And uh, off topic really quick, because you mentioned Pandora. And I had not paid attention much because we didn't spend a lot of time there on our last trip of any of the background music and stuff. But I was at my brother's house on Sunday and he had this loop playing that I thought was Rivers of Light. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I was like, I like this. He was like, oh, no, this is the Pandora background. Music. I was like, well, I said, whoa, where, where, where did you find that? I, I need this <laughs> in all my music loving things. So if anybody's a member of uh, DCOT Radio, which is actually a great online streaming service. Uh, you have to become a member to listen. It's just their way of controlling stuff, which I'm all for. Uh, you can either be a non-paying member or you can be a supporter, and it just gains you more hours of listening time, and you get to build playlists and so on and so forth. But they have the entire Pandora background loop oh, that's cool. on their sites, about 65 minutes long, and it's really, really cool, really fantastic. So. For any other audio files out there, uh, you can go and check. I'm, it may be other places. I don't know. That's the first place that I'm, I've, I have heard it. YouTube is known for having a lot of good background loops as well. If you're looking for stuff by various people, so. But this is a nice, clean, high quality. It's not a. Uh, it, it seems like it's the studio recording of it. It's not somebody is recording it live and ambient. You have noise in the background and everything else. It's it's a really uh, nice recording. So. If that's your thing, you can go find it there. Anyway, <laughs> so back to Toy Story. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, the land as a whole, to me, looks it looks fun, which is, I guess is what it's supposed to be. It just looks like it's going to be like a whimsical, just happy play area. I mean, you're, I guess the, the premise behind it is you are shrinking down to the size of a toy and you're in Andy's backyard. So everything, all the all the decor and the set design is all going to be huge kind of a la you know if you ever went and meet, meet and greet with Tinkerbell or like the old Honey I Shrunk the Audience or Honey I Shrunk and the like, Kids play set which was very cool and the like defunct now Bugs Land right in Disneyland isn't that shrinking down to the size of a bug yeah yeah yeah, the whole idea is that you're you're underneath all the clovers and you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I mean, I think I like that stuff if it works. You know. Yeah, 
I mean, a Bugs Land is probably not nearly as exciting as Toy Story Land is going to be, but even just walking <laughs> through it with that effect is kind of cool because it's it's nothing like any of the other lands in the park, so it stands out for that reason alone. Right, absolutely. It is a whole land, and what we has been released and what we know of so far is basically two major attractions, if you would, or one major attraction and one day ticket and a quick service eatery. Right. We have the Slinky Dog Coaster, which I guess is going to be, or Slinky Dog Dash, uh, which is going to be the main event besides Toy Story Mania. I'm sorry. So you have, I forget that that's actually a part of that land now. So now you're going to, you have two major attractions and then I would assume the Alien Swirling Saucers is a, is going to be the, the lesser one. And I guess I'll start with that one. So from what I've heard from that, it is kind of the same ride system as Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Very similar, I believe, Um, which I people I I guess it's fun. I don't know. I hear I hear good and bad about that, Jessica. I don't know how popular it is there. Explain how that works to me, because I can't figure out how to ride cars. Like, I I don't understand it. It's like bumper cars going crazy, I think. <laughs> but, like, in a controlled manner? In a controlled manner. Yeah, they don't actually touch each other. Okay. Right. but, it, but So, it, which which ride in Disneyland do they say it's like? Like Mater's or the old oh, oh, Luigi's oh. So Mater's Junkyard Jamboree? The Junkyard Jamboree, it's the same exact floor as the tea party. So, you're going kind of in big figure eights. But when you're in the car, it's the back of the car swings from side to side. So you feel like you're just kind of it's it feels like you're in less control than the teacup because they don't spin. They just kind of whip. So it's a sideways motion. Gotcha. Yeah. So I've heard that this is the same, I think, ride system as that. It's just you're in. Okay. it is. You're in little you're in little spaceships and I guess they power up and you're. And I guess you can be chosen to be the chosen one by the claw. So I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm just going by what I've read. Yeah, so. it's it's a really fun ride, and you know, people that I know that get really motion sick on, say, the teacups have no problem with it because oh, it's not spinning. Oh, yeah. Because I can't go on the teacups as I've said. It. <laughs> oh, good, Melanie will be happy too. So we can ride it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My and brother be, gets horribly nauseous on the teacups, and he loves Mater. So okay, be fine. cool. Cool. I, I mean, I've seen videos of that Mater thing. It's simplistic, but it looks like it's a hell of a lot of fun because Mater. It's so fun. Mater just makes it fun. I mean, I don't know. And it goes a lot <laughs> faster than you think it's gonna go, so it catches you by surprise. Well, there was so in where I in Connecticut, where I am in uh, in Rye, New York. There's Playland, which is park that's oh, been yeah, there I've forever been there. right so playland has a ride called the whip which is basically what these are modeled after now so the whip is it's it's an oval so you get in it it's like two three people to a car and there's a junior whip for kids and then there's like the adult whip so you it's so simple there's no theming behind it you're just in these cars and you go along a straight straight way for a little while along like the, the oval and then when it comes to the circular to go around the other way it literally just whips and it whips you it whips you around you go slow for saying it whips you again so this seems to be just a more modern play on that whereas you're going in different directions but the whipping motion that's what it reminds me of it reminds me of that old ride at playland i i mean hey listen i i 
this is a land that's I think mainly geared towards younger children because if you think about it when studios first opened and even until maybe Star Tours came online uh, there wasn't not that it wasn't geared towards younger kids toddlers like you know whatever nine and under if you want to say but the stuff that was there was kind of out of their dimension if you would you know what I mean it wasn't stuff that they kind of seemed to be interested in and it's kind of like the thing with with Epcot but not as I guess I can't think of another word it wasn't as bad as when Epcot opened people were like oh my god there's nothing to do here for children I think I think this is I think the studios was the same way I mean you had the great movie ride you had shows but attractions like moving rides there wasn't a whole heck of a lot you know, besides the tram tour, and there was great movie ride, and that was about it. I don't even Star Tours wasn't even an opening. Maybe it was. Did it open there? I don't remember. I should know these things, but I can't retain everything. So anyway, okay, we forgive you. Point being, I think the people that are getting all crazy about Toy Story Land and and its theming and what's what they decided to put in it as instead of these ridiculous thrill rides. I think are forgetting that there are numerous thrill rides already at the studios being the tower of terror and the rock and roller coaster. Take them as right. you take them as you will on whatever level of thrill you want to consider it. Everybody's different, but in the general consensus of like Disney world park attractions, those two are pretty to me. That's as thrill ridey as I'm getting. <laughs> so. I mean, pretty much they're up there with any theme park thrill rides to me you know what i mean i would think so yeah but, but yeah I, i'm with you like right now in hollywood studios my kids don't do anything they uh follow us around while we use rider swap and <laughs> and then like even my four-year-old doesn't like indiana jones because he doesn't like the fire right so like my seven-year-old watches it and they're both too old now for the disney junior show which i know is changing but still like Right, right. So there's nothing, and they don't like the Muppet. So no, <laughs> no, not in the. It's okay. I don't need to watch that show again either. But <laughs> yeah, so I mean, for my kids, definitely they need something more to do there. I mean, studios just needs more in general. But right, which I mean, it's yeah, coming. That's but, coming. Right, right. Yeah. So I I have no problems with these being kiddier rides especially since a lot of people are i know we're not there yet but slinky dog dash they're likening it to uh seven dwarves right which is fun even as an adult i i think it's a great ride people complain yeah. it's too short it's this that uh, I, I get it it's it's but how many roller coasters or any rides do you know are anywhere near as long as any of the ones at disney world most right. of them are a minute long these crazy roller coasters it's not like you know, it's not like these, and and the theming definitely isn't anywhere near what Disney usually does. Exactly. I mean, I'm not a coaster junkie, so I could be way off topic. I mean, I know there's plenty of other theme parks all over the United States and the world that have these ridiculous roller coasters that go straight up, straight down. You know, 90 miles an hour, this, that, and the other thing. But I don't know. I don't. To me, 45 seconds of that isn't worth it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but whatever, even you know, then, but that's like, me. we visit Universal fairly often. And my kids can go to Dr. Seuss Land, and right. that's it. And that's you know what right. I mean? That's Even, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going on so, Hulk or whatever the Potter one is, or I, I don't right. even know what else they have there. The free oh, fall thing like, is still there. 
the what? The, the free fall, Doctor Doom. Yes, is that still they still there? have Doctor Doom. They can't do that. My kid, they tried to go on the Spider Man one. Yeah, terrified him for a straight year. He still talks about it. So, <laughs> really? Oh yeah. That's and that's like, just screens. That was my favorite one. I love it, but apparently I can't remember. It's been so long since I've written it. But there's fire and like a free fall feeling kind of section. And uh, I mean, he was three at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, right, so. right, right. <laughs> but he said, "Daddy, I want to write it." So, but getting back to it, so I'm totally okay with a more kitty section oh i am too because it's right in my i mean my oldest is 13 and a half so he's not you know it's not his wheel but i know he's gonna love it and have fun because as we've talked about on here numerous times with all of us who have kids that were born during that time they grew up i mean toy story was their movies oh yeah i mean they weren't born when those movies came out but those were the movies they watched so there's such a familiarity about it uh and i'm just excited to see how my kids are going to react to it i mean my youngest who's going to be six you know, it's, it's stuff's in his wheelhouse because it's the same thing like you just said, Adrian. It's, it's you know, my family's at that age where it's hard because my older two, because there's such an age difference between my oldest two and my youngest, they can kind of do everything now. They're all, their height is fine. They're not scared of the, the bigger, you know, other than Tower of Terror pretty much, they're they're happy with everything. Mm-hmm. And so I got the little guy in tow who's hardy. They're going to do rider swap or I generally stay off some of the bigger ones just unfortunately just because they're starting to bother me so i'm more than looking forward to being able to go on something that i can ride numerous times in a day i know it's not going to happen because it's going to be busy but you know what i mean i'm if it's if it's something like a cross between barnstormer and uh mine train i'm all about it especially if it's smooth i mean mine train is phenomenal (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ride yeah. that roller coaster and then you go. I mean, I know it's different experiences, and I love Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain for what they are, but you, you can't ride any of those back to back because it's like, right. at least not in the order, not, at least not Mind Train first. You have to do the other old ones first <laughs> and Mind Train last because then you're like, ah, my kidneys yeah. can get a break. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I watched, the, you know, I we've all seen um, the Parks blog cast member preview video that they put out of, of all the cast members on it I, I don't know how you can't say it's not fun who cares yeah. how long it is that was my thing about the you know the same thing with the mine train who cares if it's not more than two minutes or so long neither is thunder neither is space and neither is Everest Spla- oh, yeah. Splash, right. Splash Mountain is a completely different experience it's not a coaster it's a log flume so that's longer inherent just because that's what it is I don't know how long you want these things to be. <laughs> Space Mountain's like the perfect length. I think if you t- any more of that, then it's like you're going to have to wear a mouth guard because <laughs> your yeah. teeth are going to rattle out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't but know. But I agree with what you said on like which ones are going to be the like e ticket attractions. Like they're de- definitely playing up the Slinky Dog Coaster. And when oh, we went to go make yeah. our fast passes, that was the one I was making sure I was getting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Definitely, yeah, and you know, Toy Story Mania is going to be a walk-on. <laughs> no, listen, everything is the night we're going to Hollywood Studios. It's open till twelve thirty. Wow! So, I was, and we're staying at Boardwalk. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, we're and, just, and don't yeah. forget, they added a third track to Toy Story Mania. Yes, right. So which the times were which already has shorter. helped anyway. Yeah, definitely. Oh, the third track helped. I mean, crazily. Yeah. With getting fast passes and or standby times, which is great. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, just like it Soren. Oh, absolutely. Thing. Oh, it made Soren. <laughs> I mean, so much more manageable. Yeah. Um, so, I I'm curious. I'm really curious to see what the wait times are going to be for everything, and if it's going to be as crazy as the Pandora. Like Chris, my husband, and I were talking about it before we started recording, and I feel like Pandora was so hyped up. It was on yeah. Good Morning America. Everybody, like mainstream media, was talking about it. Yeah, and I don't feel like I've seen as much. No, I don't think so. Maybe locally, it's been hyped up a little more, but it's definitely not on the national market. I agree with yeah. you. Maybe... And I don't see like YouTubers talking about it as much. Good. So. They can all yeah. stay away. Every single flipping one of them. Hey, no, no. I love me some Tim Tracker, okay? But, I mean, and even he hasn't. He goes into the parks occasionally and goes, here's where it's going to be. But, right. you know, that's pretty much it. So, I'm like I said, I'm just kind of curious to see. So, do you it, think that's just because it's kind of more for kids? I'm just wondering why it's not getting that much attention. I, I think, too, I think so, yes. Different. And it's... It's been delayed. The schedule has been delayed. So I don't think they were as able to put... There was no AP or DVC preview. No. Uh, so, you know, fewer lay people have been able to go in there. Uh, there hasn't as... And I don't think they've allowed media in there as much either. Because they're still... I don't think from so. From what I heard as of last week, they were still doing finishing touches on stuff. Did I read today they had a soft opening today? I don't know. Possibly, I don't Perhaps know. That's possible. Five days out. Yeah, I thought I read that somewhere, but I'm not entirely. It could um, have been, but I'm, and you know, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do an AP thing, even if it, even if it is a few days before. Well, you know, they're doing one in September. Did oh, you get okay. That? It's um, I can't remember how much it is or when it is exactly because I ignored it, but it's essentially not like a. A special ticketed event, but uh, okay. a time period where you had to have your reservation. Yes, like one, but it's three months after it opens. Right. Well, maybe they figure because that's and everything's so it's not really a preview like they used to do because they did that. Right. I think Pandora worked. Pandora they did beforehand, and it was a set time. You were allowed a couple hours or right. whatever. And you and did the New Fantasyland one, right? New, I did the New Fantasyland one with yeah. my brother. Yes, uh, and that I was think awesome. Like, but, but someone explained it to me that Pandora was basically complete. They were just waiting for all yes, the vegetation to grow. Pretty much. Whereas this one is, right. like I said, I, the schedule has been a little delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the same thing but, with New Fantasyland because the mine train wasn't online yet. Everything else uh, was running because mine train didn't open, I think, until the following year after New Fantasyland opened. Yeah, it I think did you're not, right. It did not open with the, uh, with the whole, with Ariel and story time with bell and all the other stuff and story right. circus so like i said though I'm, I'm curious to see how this this lack of hype almost outside of the disney community obviously um impacts crowd levels and wait times and if it's going to be as because i don't the park hours like i said it's, it's open from 7 a.m to 12 30 right uh, when we're there in two weeks and they did not do that for pandora no they didn't well so fo it's like foolishly <laughs> foolishly so now i just wonder if they've planned ahead and if it's going to be worth it i'd like to think they learned even if they overcompensate and, right and by 11 o'clock the place is it's not going to be dead but that it's not going to be a zoo but i think maybe i said it before i don't remember i think because the pandora was 
completely and totally new. New concept, yeah. not a Disney property, not anything that ever had to do anything with Disney. And it was so foreign to people, I think, because even though the movie, I think, did well at the box office, I don't remember the whole thing, it didn't seem like it had a popular... Like, there was no cult following that I knew of of it. And I know we've talked about this when we talked about Pandora, but Toy Story is Toy Story. It's ingrained. It's been... Right. Since 1995, it's been a staple, not only for Disney and Pixar, but just as... Like childhood. As it's childhood. our life. Right. It's, exactly. So it's, it's familiar. Parents know it. Kids who were, you know, teenagers then, most could be parents now and bringing their kids there. So there's a whole sort of nostalgia as well as safety. You know what you're getting. You know the characters. You know the storyline. You know everything. You know, Pandora's like... And and I think you said it before too. It's it's it, this is geared towards... It's geared to children. It's just that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And whether the masses like it or not, too bad because... Listen, I mean, I know Disney's a family park. If you're not appe- appealing to the children, the families aren't going to come. I mean, right. yes, there are plenty of stuff for adults to do, but, they, you know, you're not getting the adults or repeat and and kids who turn into adults who come back and so on and so forth and rinse, <laughs> recycle, repeat without getting the kids there first. Yeah. Or getting the parents to bring their kids there because there's stuff for the kids to do. It's it's it's, right. it's a cycle, I guess. You know, cuz not everybody is is kind of I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are. I could be off base here, but I I, I think I, I don't think groups of so let's take our demographic in this podcast, groups of 30-year-olds to to 30 to 50-year-olds are saying, "Okay, let's just Disney World is going to be my thing. I'm going to Disney World all the time. That's my vacation spot. That's what I'm doing. Because I want to go and ride, you know, Toy Story rides. I don't think that's the general, unless you're a local, as far as for a vacation spot, unless you have children, it's not, you know, the norm. I mean, like, my family does it. (laughs) Milford does it. Adrian does it. Jessica does it in California. Uh, You know, Melanie's transitioned over to cruise lines but when her kids were younger they went as a family i don't know how often her and her husband would go by themselves but all of us have been to parks without our children those who have children numerous times and will continue to do Mm -hmm. so as many times as we possibly can (laughs) so i you know we may not be what they're you know the norm but you know families is what they're trying to get in there so i don't know now, have they? Is it, does this correspond with any of the summertime, uh, like resort packages or deals or any of that other stuff? Like, I haven't been following that. Like, have they done? I don't think they did any free dining stuff. That I, I don't keep track of any of that. The travel agent part of stuff like that, like the deals. But because being a you know DVC, you don't you don't. There is free dining this fall. In the fall, but not in the summer. Nothing correlated with like the opening of like. No. You know, hotel packages or this, that, and the other thing. No, okay. they wouldn't do anything crazy like that. So, what about merch? Because I know, I mean, we're not talking about Pixar Pier right now, but they have released a ton of new merchandise because it's a new land. Are they doing that with Toy Story Land, or is it kind of all the same? I would like to think they're going to have yeah. new stuff, but I was thinking about that. Like, there's been Toy Story toys and merchandise forever. So, unless you're mm-hmm. well, making there's one specific to the rides. So you can get a slink oh, dog car. There was you can a get Disney... the... Yeah. 
There was a Disney Parks vlog video. I about saw like an yeah. alien like uh, ears headband or something. I'm sure there mm. will be some specific stuff to the new land, but other than that, it's got to be the same Toy Story toys and stuff that's been around for you know twenty something years. Well, yeah, it's like the slushy cup that's got the uh, little green. Yeah, that's going to be the souvenir alien cup. on the bottom of it. Right. It's just like the rose mugs. It's just a different. Right character in it right right gotcha gotcha and it lights up or something right i'm sure there'll be a popcorn bucket or something maybe who knows oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was wondering about the merchandise stuff too like how much new stuff besides like the attraction specific things are going to be out there but other than that or new snacks like pastries or you know right right yeah i haven't seen too much about the snack stuff i mean there is the one eatery Uh... Woody's lunchbox, I believe, which had a pretty decent menu that I saw for a quick serve place. It didn't seem to have the same, all the exact same stuff. Um, you know, it had a breakfasts and and lunches, it seemed, and some adult beverages, which was you needed. To, you know, that's important. I know you're supposed to shrink down to the size of a toy, but I still just how do you not have Pizza Planet in Toy Story Land? I know. I because all they did was rename it Rizzo's and serve the same crappy pizza and just Oh my god, that pizza planet was so bad. <laughs> and take out all the games. So horrible. Right. But at least yeah, at least have like a game th- I know people don't you know, the arcades seem to be shrinking and going away in all the resorts, so Ugh. to throw it in a park, I don't know. But yeah, that that seemed like a big miss to me. Like an actual pizza planet, like like a good one like the movie had. Right. Not the the, the half assed job they did over there, but so yeah, I don't know. They, I mean, so we hit one of the attractions. So the eatery, since we're on the food, seem to have some pretty different <laughs> stuff. I mean, looking at the menu now, so it's there's like a, a yogurt parfait, a breakfast bowl, which is these potato barrels, which is basically tater tots, mm-hmm. you know, and scrambled eggs, you know, smoked turkey and peppers on sourdough bread, a s'mores thing. Lunch, dinner, they've got like a uh, barbecue brisket milk, a Monte Cristo, a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, I'm just not sure that Monte Cristo. I've never put raspberry jam. Yeah, I was confused by that. That's not right. <laughs> I don't like, <laughs> like Swiss cheese, so I don't eat Monte Cristos, but uh, raspberry jam. No, but it's just a doesn't... deep fried, basic grilled cheese, maybe some meat in it, maybe not, right? right. That's what it's supposed right. to be. I would it's actually so. a deep fried club sandwich, is what it really technically is. I just, yeah. I wonder if I could ask for it without the raspberry jam. I'm sure many It's people... always on the side. And it's interesting. It's just interesting. It's an interesting well, it's, choice. It is very interesting, yeah. I mean, and then I, they have. I happen the... to like it with the jam. I've just never heard of it that way, so it's just. I don't either. That's the way they serve it in uh, Disneyland. Is it really the, the, yep. fa- the famous one that everybody? The, yeah, uh, I get it without it. I'm okay. so sorry, Milford. Is that the Blue Bayou? They have it at um, Cafe Orleans or at the Blue Bayou. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Really. I may I have know. to. I may have to try. Today, it. I'm definitely it. not going to put the jam on it, but I may just have to try. It. I don't like Swiss cheese, but maybe with everything else, it's it's. Yeah, but it's I'll so caked it. in powdered sugar and batter that you can't really. <laughs> it doesn't tell. matter. Okay. <laughs> the one I really liked powdered was when Bennigan's was around. When Bennigan's was around, they had a really good one. And yes. now they're all out of business. 
we had a Bennigan's that was in town, and we used to go and just get appetizers, just like the yep. t- table full of appetizers, because the burgers and everything else were whatever. But they had like the best loaded potato skins ever at Bennigan's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got some desserts and a bunch of different drinks. There's a couple of beers and uh, an adult uh, lemonade type thing, which I could care less for, and your basic beers, nothing crazy. So it doesn't seem like they've capitalized on any sort of uh, specialty beverages which maybe over time or maybe they're not gearing towards that yeah that's kind of my guess is it's because the whole concept is it's supposed to be what you might have in your lunchbox right like, that's true right 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 so I mean I don't know I'm not super excited about the menu but I'm gonna no eat I'm stuff. not either it just seems you know it, at least it's not just hot dogs and chicken nuggets Right. This is what it I is was getting at. It's it is different than anything else you can get, but yeah, it's nothing that jumps out of me. It's like, oh, I gotta try that. Yeah. <laughs> is Hollywood Studios known as a park that has really good food overall? No. Um, it isn't. I. I people yeah, it are, depends. People are hit or miss with the quick service I mean, restaurants. The as far as quick service goes. The best one was the Studio Catering Company, which is closed now because that's where all the new stuff is going. That, to me, had the best menu out of all of them, better than Backlot over by uh, Indiana Jones. Right. Uh, and that's it. You really don't have any other quick serve besides no, Rizzo. Commissary. No, you've got the stuff along. Oh, the commissary is uh, terrible. It's not that bad. <laughs> that's not I had a salad there that was pretty good. Yeah. Was it? I don't know. I haven't eaten in there oh. in years. Because it but was you've just... got the stuff over by Tower of Terror. Yeah, yeah, like, but they've even limited a burger place and a pizza place, and right. some of it's open seasonal. And yeah, like Fairfax Fair and all. That. Yeah, but they yeah. took yeah. away they took away the bakery, the starring rolls that had the good breakfast oh. stuff. Yeah, I know. You know, and they used to be able to get the egg sandwiches either at Catalina Eddie's or one of those other ones, but I don't even think they do that anymore. So it's and the table services are not good. I don't like Hollywood and Vine. Hollywood and Vine, I don't like. Egg. No, I like brown derby though. No, yeah, that's I've true. never, I've never eaten there. And I've never brown eaten derby? brown derby. Yeah, I don't know why. I know, I know. As I feel like I've as an adult, you're missing out, man. I know because I know there's stuff there I like. We just listen. Go to the lounge; it's cheaper, and you can see yes. it for the menu. Like we exactly. did the Cobb salad at the lounge, and it was awesome. And that's the only place that's allowed to serve the Cobb salad east of the Mississippi. Right, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like Mama Melrose. I used to enjoy, but the last time we ate there, didn't care for the meal at all. So I'm like, ah, screw it. I, you know, there's better Italian food at either Trattoria Al Forno or Via Napoli, so I don't need to go to Mama Melrose. I'd I, rather go get a pretzel and beer and listen to crappy music than exactly. at Mama Melrose's. That's right, at Baseline. <laughs> oh, uh, and then we've already touched on Pizza Rizzo. Like, right. Oh. I really. It's en- the same pizza. It's still crappy. Yeah. yeah. I really like 50s primetime. I've never had a bad meal there, and I've never had a bad experience. I know some people don't like the shtick. They don't think the food – they think the food is overrated. It's not food that's – it's comfort food, and I live in the north. So southern comfort food And that's another place that you can go sit in the tune-in lounge and order the food from there, too. It's fantastic. I I have not ever had a bad thing on that menu. We've done that a few times. So to answer your question, Jessica, it's mixed. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's interesting to hear because I've been there one time, so I don't really know any. I can't. I but think I we did a Phantasmic package at 
Hollywood and Vine or something, and it was just a buffet, so I yes. didn't really have a full dining experience there. So no, that's no, that all that place has ever been. It's a character oh, buffet okay. or a regular buffet or this that. And the other. It's not the, yeah. It's a so when I, got I think, <laughs> when I think good food, I don't think let's go to Hollywood Studios. No, definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. But if you're there, there is yeah, a few there are options. options. People complain about sci-fi. I don't mind it. I, I've, I've The few times we've eaten there, I've not had a bad meal. It's burgers. It's sandwiches. I think last time I had a sandwich there, it was really good. I like the little, the little goofy movie. It's fun. The kids loved it last yeah. time. They thought it was hysterical. So to me, that's a win. They used to have really good ribs. Did they? I don't know. I've, I've only yeah, had like Coca Cola barbecue ribs. Oh yes, you're right. That's right. That's right. there's a recipe for that online awesome. somewhere. I have that recipe. I think Debs has it on her website. Yeah, it's in one of the cookbooks we bought my daughter. I think it is as well. Yes. So, yes. Long answer that Adrian <laughs> answered for you, Jessica. <laughs> if you're thinking food, Studios is last on the list. Maybe, okay. maybe only. Magic Kingdom may just be below that because there's nothing there either, except for yeah. Beer. But you have more oh. ambiance there, and right. I had a great time at Be Our Guest, so no, I that wins too. a lot of points. I did too. I did too. I just it didn't wow me as much as it did everybody else. But yes, I did have good dinner there. For no, sure. but I get what you're saying. It's it's not if if you need something really good to eat and that's a priority, then you don't go to Hollywood Studios. No, definitely not. Yeah. Right. You got Animal Kingdom and Epcot and Springs if that's your thing, but. Park-wise, those other, you know, you've got two other parks that you can, you know, eat at many different places without repeating during the course of your vacation. Um, so anyway, back to Toy Story, because, you know, we wander. <laughs> what we do. It is what we do. All right. So Never. We, so, we t- so we talked about the, the coaster, the uh, swirling saucers, Toy Story Mania, Lunchbox. So now we have the Slinky Dog Dash, which I get. You know, we mentioned in passing, but I don't know. I think this thing is going to be really fun. It looks like it's two seater, side by side. I don't know how many cars are on it or what the capacity is, but you know, them- thematically, it's just it's just an open air coaster, and it looks like you're just going by some of the bigger. I think the giant Buzz is outside of that, and Rex, I believe, all wrapped in Chris- Christmas lights. And Jesse, I think. And Jesse, I think, there. yeah. The big those wo- icons look humongous. They do. I like, was just. <laughs> they are humongous. I caught myself, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's funny. The big Woody <laughs> is by the entrance to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is by the entrance to Toy Story Land, so. But they almost look comparable to like when we stayed at Toy Story All Stars. Um, where was that All Star movies? I can't remember. Uh, yes. But, I mean, those were humongous. And then I'm looking, like, on the map, the buzz next to Alien Swirling Saucers looks huge. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. not animatronic, are they? They're just statues? So. Uh, they're... No, they're just static. Well, see, that yeah. was the other thing that I think I heard a lot of people that were saying were looking like they basically just plucked the same statues from the, you know, horribly themed All-Stars Resort and just plopped them into Toy Story Land. I can't imagine they... I mean... How else do you do that, though? How many ways can you make Woody? Well, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, people just like to nitpick. Well, that's what it is. It just drives me nuts. I'm like, if they're giant statues, how? I mean, they're going to be lifelike and real looking. They're not going to be giant animatronics. So, I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's right. supposed to be whimsical and fun. Leave it alone. Right. 
You take your kids there and freaking enjoy it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Go spend your money and don't gripe. Right. Because the problem <laughs> is, and I know we've talked about this many episodes ago, and I was at fault of doing it when I first started going with my kids. You just start because everything, you know, you think, oh, everything's not as good as what it used to be. Well, once your kids are of age and they start hearing you complain about that stuff, then they're just not going to want to go anymore. And then what are you going to do? Waste thousands of dollars to be miserable. To be miserable (laughs) because then the kids are, or the kids aren't going to want to go back when you're like, oh, we're going to Disney World next year for our family vacation. And they're going to be, kids are going to be like, no, I don't want to go. You said everything's no good. Yep. So I don't know. Anyway, coaster looks fun. I'm excited to ride it. Me too. Kids can get, all my kids can get on it, which is the, Best, I believe. I don't remember what the specifications were. I think it's the same as, uh, is it the same yeah. as Mine Train? 38 inches or 37, I think whatever? So. It's I think 38 so. inches, I believe. Oh, fantastic. So all my kids, my youngest, can get on it. Good time had by all. Yep. You know, and then there's, and then there's Toy Story Mania, which is going to be, like I said at the beginning, is you're going to be coming into it from. I guess what was the backside of the building. So what is it? So you're, I guess you're going to be entering kind of where Potato Head used to be, because that would be like looking at the map. That's kind he's of, gone, right? I believe so. Maybe they're going to have him out there now for this, because the entrance is supposed to look like a uh, a prize box or a toy like box a of some sort. Show. Yeah, like oh, a carnival right. show. So maybe surprise, surprise, they're going to put him, and he's going to be like a Barker out. And not in the attraction, so people don't stop and take pictures of him in the queue line. That would be awesome if they brought him, if they have him out there working mm-hmm. again. Oh man, that would be fantastic. I don't know. I hadn't heard anything. I haven't heard anything either, but I gotta imagine they try to keep something hush. <laughs> I, yeah. It's kind of impossible these days, but. <laughs> I love how they changed the fast pass system so that the only attractions that are tier one are in. All of the toys, all of the new ones. Yeah. I was like, you mean I can get a slinky dog and a rock and roller coaster and a tower of terror? Yeah. Is that temporary though? Or is that indefinite? Uh, I don't know. I think that remains to be seen. I guess they'll see how it does. How people get, how irate people get about it. But (laughs) I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I trust people to get plenty irate. Don't worry. Oh, of course they will. <laughs> people well, always pull through. <laughs> well, it's the same thing they did with Pandora. They put the, the two new attractions are both... Uh, oh, no, actually not. Because yeah, you but can't, that system had never been tiered before. You can't. So. That's true, because you can't get right. both... You cannot get both Pandora rides. Right. Whereas if you wanted... I guess you can't do that in Toy Story either, right? They're all tier one, I guess. Yeah, they're all tier one. And they moved everything else to the second tier. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is why I'm curious because that, like I said, that's so different. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised to how that tiered system already works. I'm surprised they left the alien ride as if a that's tier temporary. one. Because the, yeah, it'll probably end up being shifted around. The, the alien one doesn't seem to be a. Uh, I wouldn't think is is like an e-ticket ride to me. Right. It's the Navi to Flight of Passage. Right. Exa- exactly. 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 Right. So maybe that'll get knocked down after the initial period or something. Maybe they'll swap yeah. that with either they'll just move they'll move it down and either put Tower Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster up one. Who knows? Because there's really those are one of the only those are the only two they can move around. Yeah, and Mission Space for some reason ends up getting flip flopped on that list sometimes. But yeah, I'm just like okay. And so okay, sure. 
Yeah. It's pretty much, it's a walk on now. <laughs> exactly. Good gosh. But yeah, but I am, I am happy because as an adult, as us doing this as an adult only trip, like the, those are the only three rides I really cared about anyway. So bring it right. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Everything I want. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. If you think about it in that respect, cause you can, you could rope drop the area and, and do toy story mania at rope drop. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to be running to that, and then you have your fast passes for the other three, right? That's pretty cool. If you think so, about it, and then like I said, we're going at night, so we're saving like alien swirling saucers and all that for I don't know ten thirty, eleven o'clock, right? When everybody else is taking their kids back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's, yeah, when you can, you could probably just stand by. Yeah. Oh, cool. anyway, I'm excited. Yeah, no, that's good. That all turned out. So, let's see. So, besides the attractions and the quick service eatery, uh, the other thing I had read that I saw, I guess, for, I guess, uh, streetmosphere, if you would, or entertainment, there's going to be some sort of uh, drum corps uh, show with Sarge and the Green Army Men, where I'm assuming it's maybe it's going to be something like what the Jammeters do, but this seemed to be a little more interactive with, like, a boot camp aspect to it so maybe like it's going to get you know kids and stuff involved in it so that'd be interesting uh that's kind of all i found on it i didn't so i don't know what exactly yeah it's not very specific i kind of wondered if it was just going to be like march of the first order just with green army men um i hope not i hope it's a little more than that uh because they kind of because the green army men are fun as the walk around characters they really really are very interactive so if they're going to do some sort of little you know six eight minute show you know multiple times a day i think that would be pretty cool and then obviously still be walking around for some sort of meet and greet would be great right. and uh that's kind of all i that's all i found online about it. i mean it's all the stuff that's out there so this none of this is you know secret information but <laughs> i guess we'll see what else happens as we're uh, when it opens <clears throat> and as people start reporting on it and i'm sure it'll be vloggers and bloggers and Oh my! <laughs> and you'll be able, to, you know, instantaneously, you'll be able to know everything about it <laughs> if you choose. Both so. a pain and awesome, all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> like, I was lamenting the other day. We're going, you know, as part of this whole Pixar insanity this summer, we're doing the H two O glow night at Typhoon Lagoon. Are and, you? Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, and, um. I was lamenting the fact that I know nothing about it. There's nothing out there. I don't know how to plan. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like there was an article and a YouTube blog up on it today. And I was like, yes, yes. Now I know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Cause they had one last weekend. Yeah. It just started like last Thursday and last Saturday. Yeah. Cause I know a couple of people who went and said it was fantastic. Oh my God. I can't wait. So that might actually get me to go to a water park if I came and did that. Because <laughs> it's without the kids, so I don't have to worry about you know, exactly. dragging them around. And... So we're stuffing this adult-only trip with so much stuff. <laughs> you might as well. Exactly. You have to. Now, did you guys see the article about the difference between day and night? I did not. The Slinky Dog Coaster? Well, the, the whole land. So there's a musical theme that changes at night that the lights react to. Oh, cool! In the area, so about that. So riding Slinky Dog during the day will be a completely different experience than it will be at night. I love that. 
think I saw like a nighttime ride through, maybe. Yeah, and there's I remember a video the, like, on the parks blog. Yeah. Oh, that I did not see. Yeah. I'm all about that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. And it's lighting all over the place because, you know, they've got like those oh, yeah. strings of lights hanging that are going to change colors. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So awesome. I love that when they do stuff like that. The technology is there, you know, to, to do mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So fantastic. Um, all right. So in conjunction with this, even though it is open already, but over in California, you had Pixar Pier, which was basically right. the overlay of, I guess, Paradise Pier. So, half of Paradise Pier. Or half of, yep. right. So I guess uh, Jessica's going to fill us in on what's going on over there because it, it is open, right? It opened last week? It opened uh, two weekend? days ago. Two, oh, Saturday. Two days. Oh, Saturday. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this it'll definitely not be as in-depth as our discussion of Toy Story Land because, like you just said, it's not a new land. It's a retheming of an existing one. But one thing that's funny is I think it's the most absurd upcharge I've ever seen, but they charged $300 for Friday night a preview to go in the land, that which is already insane. insane. I but saw that. It's ludicrous. on top of that, it was open during the day. To just park kids. So can you imagine spending $300 and then people were just in it for free? I don't get it. Like what, what the hell was the perk to that? And it wasn't a party. It was, it was just access to the land. And by the way, Pixar Pier, despite being an overlay is unfinished. (laughs) <laughs> so I just don't know how they can justify, but that's a whole nother story. But yeah, And yeah. then I remember seeing somewhere on Twitter signs of tickets are still available for tonight's event. Oh, yeah. yeah. You think? Uh, yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so if any of you listening are familiar with California Adventure, Paradise Pier used to be this huge, it was the biggest land at the resort, 14 acres um, across the southern end of California Adventure. And what they've done is they've split it in half. So the side with the Little Mermaid and with kind of the fountain shows and with Goofy and all that is still themed the same Victorian boardwalk style. And it's called Paradise Gardens Park. And then the other side of the bay, the artificial waterway um, that is the boardwalk, the traditional kind of boardwalk is now Pixar Pier and it's its own separate land. So when you walk across the bridge over to the boardwalk, there was a very, very famous uh, bar called the Cove Bar, and they've turned it into the Lamplight Lounge, which is just basically Luxo Jr. themed. I guess there are different rooms that have like pictures from Coco and the Coco guitar, and then there's just, oh, cool. uh, yeah, all kinds of different scenes, and it overlooks the water. And it's it, it used to be a restaurant on the bottom and a bar on the top, and now the whole thing, top and bottom, is a bar with appetizers mm. and stuff. So I'm curious to check it out. Yeah. And then the ice cream stand is now the abominable snowman frosted treats and they have yellow snow cones and ice and soft serve ice cream. (laughs) Um, And then when you get into the actual land, there's the Incredicoaster, which is the re-theme of California Screamin'. And from what I've heard from people, that's actually not finished either because when you finish the ride at the bottom, there's just a blank screen. So they're probably going to project something at you there as well further down, but nobody knows what it is. It's and probably the whole a pre- ride photo. Yeah, it could, that's what a lot of people are thinking. But um, the premise of the ride is you go, you start by going into the Incredibles or the Par house 
and Edna is there with Jack-Jack, and Jack-Jack takes off. And so you're following the family around, trying to catch him. And that's why you're you're looping around and going crazy. And then um, I saw a video this morning of the start, because it's just like a rock and roller coaster, where you just immediately shoot off. And you're supposed to be with Dash, and the water sprays up just like when he runs across the water, <clears throat> which seems kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. So Pixar Pier, I should mention, it's a couple of different neighborhoods as you move through. So the first neighborhood is the Incredibles area. Then you move into the Toy Story area. And that has the, it's Jesse's Critter Carousel, which is just a retheme of the King Triton Carousel that was there. But that's not open. So that was, that's closed until 2019. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, just to redo a carousel. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. I know. And then next to that is Midway Mania, which is the same. And then there are two dining areas here, which is Poultry Palace, which is just like chicken nuggets, I think, and popcorn. And then Senor Buzz's <laughs> churro cart. <laughs> I love that. Then the next uh, neighborhood is called Pixar Promenade, and it's just kind of a general Pixar area. And that's, if you've seen online, there's a lot of pictures of the Luxo Junior Ball fountain that's in the middle, and it's got a, a bandstand area and that's where the ferris wheel is which is now called the pixar pal around oh boy. Um, and it's just gen- <laughs> i know i know that's terrible people had a meltdown over that one which is really that's the best you can that's do that's a bad name i don't know mickey's fun wheel seems just fine to me but yeah, you know what uh, jesus pixar fun wheel i don't know yeah really? i know really just if just take mickey's name out yeah pixar fun wheel would have been pixar pal around all around yeah it's rough that's bad (laughs) and then the last little neighborhood you move into oh and i should mention also that there's boardwalk games and traditional kind of like arcade games in here so all the arcades not dying there's still one (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like dino land yeah yeah yeah, sounds like it yes similar um and then the last little neighborhood on the boardwalk is um the inside out neighborhood and the only thing here that's open is Angry Dogs, which is a hot dog stand after anger from Inside Out. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. There are pictures on Twitter. I'll have to post one to the group of he's holding the the roof is fire and he's just like doing his angry. It's not a scream, but, you know, when he kind of furrows his eyebrows and the fire shoots up, that's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Roof of the little building. Oh, cool. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but there's supposed to be two things here and neither of them are open. So one is um, Bing Bong Sweet Treats, which is just a confectionery. Uh, and then the other one is a new kitty ride that's called the uh, Emotional Whirlwind, and it's a redress of Flix Flyers in A Bug's Land, which is basically, it's just a kind of a similar ride to Dumbo or the Magic Carpets, where it just kind of takes you in a circle. Right. But I think they missed an opportunity to call it the Mood Swings. But <laughs> Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> right. right. They're swings. I like but... it anyway it's the emotional <laughs> whirlwind and that doesn't open until 2019 either so what they haven't the, started it so. so what was the rush to get this open then i guess i th- think it's it was two things one without uh the incredicoaster or that bit of the park and and midway mania readily accessible that's a huge traffic flow problem for them because they oh. both have big capacity and the other thing is i just think they want to get as much open as possible before star wars land which is next summer so right if if you're gonna do it i think it makes sense to do it in the summer season which is peak time yeah yeah, but it 
I agree. It seems it's it's weird because on the one hand, all it was was a retheming, so it's not like they were building right. stuff from scratch. So you think it seems like it would be no problem to have it ready by this date, but then when you look at it, it's half closed. So you're just thinking, yeah, what on earth strange, is the problem? Yeah. Well, it's and, almost yeah. like it was an afterthought. Yeah. Well, and the uh, other thing is they're going to start construction on Marvel Land. So I think they wanted to have this ready before they closed off more stuff, you know? Uh, right. No, I get that. But it just seems odd that I get it was a retheme. But, yeah, maybe like Milford said, like some of the other stuff was the thought after. But to to be a fact that it's not opening for another year later, some of the – well, it just says 2019. It doesn't you know like time – it's not like the beginning of the year or – it, yeah, I don't know anything specific, but so no, that's I, what I mean, I, I, I mean yeah. if it's like a whole nother year later, then it's like, okay, so now you got a whole of Star Wars land coming online. Oh, and over here, these two things are ready too. So let's just open those up too. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're not going to, they're, they're not going to open to any fanfare because I mean, let's be honest when Star Wars land comes online at both coasts, forget it. That's where everybody's going. Yeah. That's and where I, everybody's going. I've, I've been paying attention. I'm trying to reserve a hundred percent of what I think about it till I actually see it in person but I've been paying attention (laughs) to how people have reacted and it seems pretty split 50-50 where some people think you know California really California Adventure excuse me really did need more characters and more theming so they're happy with it but the people that dislike it their criticisms are kind of exactly what you're saying of it feels like haphazard panic quick just put a theme on it even if it doesn't make sense and then the other thing is it feels temporary. It looks like they designed it to easily take it apart again. Right. Which it could be. I mean, it could be. Yeah. Which is kind of crappy because next door is cars land, which is a perfect example of how you take an IP and make it this immersive, right. Unbelievable experience. And then next door you go to Pixar pier and it's just, Oh, we have, you know, Buzz Lightyear has a churro stand, which yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's not really the same level of in-depth immersion. Yeah. (laughs) It's you know I, the only reason I could think about that think for that is uh, because like you said if it's something that's temporary and easily replaceable I, I guess if there's movies that do better down the line they but I don't know food and snack stands are I mean yeah it's it's always fun to have a theme to it I guess but other than just slapping a name and a character on it it's not like you're doing any justice for the movies they're representing by just putting a snack stand up. Well, that's just it, because I really like the idea of there being theming here, because it was kind of an underutilized area, so, you know, after I got over the initial shock, I thought, okay, that makes a lot of sense, but just as an example, the Incredicoaster, that racing around, they should, they had the opportunity to actually tell a story instead of just, oh, let's go find Jack-Jack. You could have been racing through that island where Mr. Incredible was, right? And you right, could have right, been... Right. Yeah, it could yeah, have been yeah. escaping syndrome or the underminer or whatever and had it be storytelling and none of this is storytelling it's just uh, oh look here's a thing from toy story oh look here's a thing from inside out so that's the reason i'm hesitant about it is just because it it feels more like a, a universal or something right where you're oh this is right. you know this franchise but it's not a story it's like a carnival kind of yeah and i'm not saying i'm going to hate it cuz i could right, turn right. up and love it but that's i think what worries people because we don't want that to be the new standard right because disney's whole thing is it's immersive storytelling you you would yes you hope so see now i i guess there's a new uh i did see a video of a new 
the Incredibles float for the Paint the Night Parade, I guess, is new. It's got, like, the, the Underminer drill, and it's got that this... That is cool. And yeah. it had this ridiculous uh, um, animation of Dash running around it, like, with all the light. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And the music was phenomenal, which is, you know, the And Incredibles in the fireworks... Theme. Yeah, and in the fireworks now, Carl's house floats behind the castle. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So that I saw was really, really nice. I, li- I liked that. I mean, I, th- I like that. I th- I've only seen videos of that parade, and I really enjoy the videos. So I'd love to see it live one day, but that float seemed like a pretty cool addition to it. Yeah, I just hope they don't beat this whole... Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, <clears throat> Incredibles 2, but I-, I hope they don't beat this Jack-Jack thing into the ground because... You know, knowing that the the movie takes place immediately after the first one, so obviously there's nobody grew up and got older or anything, but, you know, it seems like his powers are funny and there's probably a lot of comedic moments, but he's still a baby, so I don't know how much... I don't know how much you capitalize on a character that's a baby. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just seems weird to me. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of it for right now because nothing... And there there are little things, too, that aren't done... There was supposed to be a giant Emperor Zerg statue next to Senor Buzz's churros, and that just isn't there. And it seems like as as this progresses, maybe even through the summer, more little things will pop up, and hopefully that'll help make it feel more cohesive or at least complete. Complete, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other than the, the uh, few attractions you mentioned, I guess that other stuff, if it's just like props, I can't yeah. imagine once they're done with them, wherever they're being built or made, they can't just drop those into place as neat as you know done like you just well yeah because i'm thinking if they're gonna put the it, it i'm almost 100 percent positive that that inside out attraction is the one from a bug's land because it looks like the same vehicle and if that's the case they're gonna have to close off part of this area again to move it into place because it's right in the middle oh so they, they physically removed all the bug's land stuff it's still open till the end of the summer, which is why the oh, inside out right, right, isn't right. open yet. But I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, it but is. It, it's basically half done, right? Because there are three attac- would, attractions open and two closed. But so if that's it's almost just, half. But like you said, if it's just a re-theme and they're not physically tearing anything out ride system-wise, and they're just re-theming the vehicles and the sets and everything else, I I would think some of that stuff is is started to have been built or or made and then they're just got to insert it so yeah hopefully what else they're doing to make it take another nine months or whatever it is i don't you know like i said they didn't you don't they don't give a date but still i mean so we're halfway through 2018 so it's at least another six months yeah till 2019 and then who knows they generally don't put new stuff opening right after the holidays so you figure it's either going to be springtime or or who knows, you know, before spring break season hits, I don't, you know, I don't know. That's what... my guess, but I have no information to base that off. Right, right. I'm just, I'm just, you know, trying to think out loud, like what the reasoning would be and, and mm-hmm. what, what the length of time would take for, because for, it seems like the, I mean, the coaster wasn't down very long. No. And that is the most dramatic change because right. they closed the tunnels and they added new music and new voiceovers and they all redid those, the whole queue area and all that lighting on the outside like those crazy led lights that they put like the i remember saw some videos of that yeah yeah but, yeah that seems a little lot more involved than than an attraction that's already there that they're just redoing the uh i mean because like when i'm trying to think of another example out there that that didn't seem to take as long so when they when they changed 
the Luigi tire thing over to the Mater thing. It wasn't down that long, was it? Or was that a bad example? <laughs> oh, oh, when they did the the flying tires and they put up that was about a year. Oh, it was okay. But right. they they flying tires to the new attraction. They had to kind of rip out the floor because it's magnets underneath or something, and there was a lot of time testing the vehicles. Oh, and... was it? Oh, so it was a different so it was system. Kind of, okay, it was right. building a new system. So I get that. Gotcha. But... All right. I thought it was. Ver- I thought it was similar in. Uh... Okay. All right. Yeah, but with this, it's just uh, with the carousel. It's just putting new animals instead of fish. Right. And then with the one from A Bug's Land, it's just changing the colors and the paintings on the cars. I mean, it shouldn't take a year. You wouldn't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? And then where... So what else was there that left? The the Heimlich train. That that went... That's all together gone, right? Nothing was getting changed over on that. So the only thing that's gone right now from A Bug's Land is the It's Tough to Be a Bug show. Oh, okay. And then the rest of A Bug's Land closes at the end of the summer. Right, but nothing's coming of that that train thing, right? That's just going all together. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, the only thing that looks like to me is being salvaged is the Flix Flyers thing. The the choo-choo train, the um, bumper cars, the ladybug boogie. I think that's all just going away. That's all going away, away. yeah. (laughs) Well, that was all, like, more kiddie-ish, right? Yeah, I mean the ladybug boogie was fun after a couple of drinks in Cars Land. It's one of my favorites, <laughs> but you know, I get why it's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> okay. Well, hey. So, new we options or new stuff is always good. I might be singing a different tune after I go, and I won't shut up about how amazing it is. I don't know. That's right. Well, then that'll be good. Then you know, yep. jo- job well done on their part. <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. I'm just nervous. That's all. I hear you. So it's, it's like uh, Mission Breakout all over again. Oh, that was a grief process, though. I'm not griefing anything. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny because all, all the hatred died like immediately after that attraction opened up again. <laughs> I mean, you still had some, but I think the overwhelming response was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Well, that, that'll probably be true. I mean, this has been open for two days, so that'll probably yeah, yeah, be yeah. true for this, too. <laughs> right. So we'll see. You shall see. So that's it in a nutshell. I mean, that's, that's everything we know of right now. And with this stuff coming online and, you know, like I said, you'll, everybody will be listening to this either, you know, Friday or Saturday. So we'll find out. Adrian's going to be visiting in a couple of weeks, and I'm, I'm sure she'll give us a report of everything she got to experience. And of course. We'll go, so we'll get the adult's perspective on it because, like she said, she's just her and her husband, so we won't know uh, how kids enjoy it, but... We can at least get the adult perspective on it, and that'll actually, you know, Adrian's like a kid anyway, so it's it'll, true. It'll be <laughs> we'll get a we'll get a good enough uh, report Listen, on it. Pray <laughs> for my husband because I'm already so excited, and I've gotten down to where I'm planning. I'm at the planning outfit stage, <laughs> and so I bought a Pizza Planet T-shirt from Kohl's and I'm super excited y'all you have no idea like today I looked at him and I held his hand and I said what should I wear to Animal Kingdom and he goes I really thought you were going to say something nice about me I said you're really sweet now what should I wear to Animal Kingdom oh man does, so, yes. does he ahead. completely off topic but it just it, I'm just wondering does he does he 
where Disney clothes? Is he like all in on the trips, or is he? Just... He's not all in, but I have bought him some shirts. Like I bought him a Captain America shirt. He has a Mickey shirt that he loves. He wears it around here still. Um, there's another one that he really. I well, I stole his Christmas Stormtrooper shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no. And like, oh my god, it's awesome. And he had a. a it says best dad ever instead of best day ever. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but it's like in a Mickey thing. So, I mean, he has a few, but he's like, I'm going to wear cargo shorts and I'm going to wear a t shirt. Yeah, and I'm yeah, saying, yeah. hey, what outfit am I going to wear with what ears? Yeah. And then what shoes? Like, you it's have to very accessorize. Important. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, I, I do cargo shorts in the park too, only because it's nice to throw a bunch of crap in your pockets. Yes. Even, though I, even though I carry a backpack anyway, but still. <laughs> No, okay. we're trying to move towards bagless. Now that our kids are getting older, we're trying really hard to go through the guests without bag lines. I hear you. I always bring my camera, so it's hard. But yeah, I mean, well, it's one of the reasons I upgraded to an uh, iPhone Plus, so I could get a good <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I, I have you. a childlike joy when it comes to yeah. Very well, I do too, because I have, <laughs> I mean, I know we've talked about this many episodes probably go, but... 90% of my clothing is is Disney themed something or other. So, yeah. it's 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 hard for me to find a shirt in my wardrobe that doesn't have something Disney on it. And that's just <laughs> and that's in everyday life. It's not only with when I'm down in Dis when I'm down in Disney World it's harder. I'm like, "All right, what cool shirts can I wear down there besides the ones I wear all the time up here?" I'm like, "I need like different stuff." Yeah. So, I mean, I know we're not talking about this now, but I find myself I like I just ordered a bunch of stuff through uh, a T Public shop from from a guy uh, guys that I know from the Retro WDW podcast because they were having like one of those flash sales where it's like fourteen dollar T shirts. So I was like, oh, you know, different stuff that nobody's gonna get except for people who were like, you know, went to Epcot when it first opened because <laughs> it's just like obscure. <laughs> but I like the designs and it's not the off it's not off the rack stuff. Right. So, I, so I find I don't buy too much stuff anymore when I'm actually in the park, unless it's like something really, really different. But what are you going to do? What's wrong here? Nothing. <laughs> All right. So that is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope uh, everybody enjoys Toy Story Land. I have a feeling all of us involved in this podcast will on both coasts. Uh, Jessica, would you have any plans to head out? on there to check any of that stuff whatever's open anytime soon or i would love to but now i kind of want to wait till that really cool outer space restaurant opens in <laughs> epcot because i want to go to that oh yeah. i do too yeah i definitely do too how about uh, how about for new stuff by you you heading down to disneyland anytime soon i don't have any plans yet i need to figure it out but probably in the fall because i always go in the fall so I just never feel the need to be the first one to see something, so no, I, I don't, don't feel either. this fire under my butt, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Well, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. And we, if anybody listening is going to be attending in the next couple of weeks, or in, at least until Adrian goes, uh, enjoy it. And uh, let us know on our Facebook page if you enjoy it, or on Twitter, or anywhere else. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to everyone. Hay un amigo en mí, un buen amigo en mí, hay un amigo en mí.
Hope you had a good time. Jiminy Cricket and Spectro Magic.